0: from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, this is The Ramsey Show, where we help you win in your life with your money, your work, and your relationships. The phone number for you and your question is 888 888-825-5225, 888-825-5225. I'm Ken Coleman. Jade Warshaw joins me. And uh, we love being here for you and your questions. By the way, The Ramsey Show Annual Listener Survey is live. We want to know, what are your favorite parts of the show? What do you want more of? What do you want less of? What, do you, what topics do you want us to cover? Uh, all these things we want to know how to serve you best. There's two ways to participate. You can text the word SURVEY to 33789. That's SURVEY. Text that word to 33789 or visit RamseySolutions.com slash survey. RamseySolutions.com slash survey. Sign up today. And you will be entered to win a $500 gift card just for telling us what Mm. you think. So be nice to Jade and I, please.
1: Well, speaking of survey, Ken, Mm. uh, I have surveyed my comments on social media and we saw that people wanted to hear more about the baby steps. And so we post, I just, the team and I posted a video explaining, just briefly explaining baby steps one, two, three, and four. And it went bananas. And so I thought to myself, It brought in a lot, it brought in like 30 or 40,000 new folks, all new to Ramsey. And I thought it would be good to go through and really explain what we mean when we talk about Baby Steps 1, yeah, Just a two, fundamental
0: simplicity of that video and the plan yeah. went bananas on on Instagram.
1: Yeah. Y'all showed up. Well, it probably wasn't you guys. It was new folks. So just when I think that everybody knows the Baby Steps, there's yeah, no. still people who
0: don't know what it, it right. is, and that's great. Let's do that. So this is great. So if you're new to the show, we have seven Baby Steps, and we're going to walk through the first three and some of the general questions around them. So I'm going to tee you up. You good with Okay, that? yeah. Rapid fire All right, me. So Baby Step 1 is we want people to put $1,000 in a savings account for your garden variety basic emergency. So the question begs, why $1,000? Is $1,000 enough?
1: No, $1,000 is not enough, and it's not intended to be enough. Hear me loud and clear. This is just temporary. At the end of the day, if you have $1,000 saved as an an American, you are ahead of the pack because 56%... The majority of Americans could not cover a thousand dollar emergency without using debt. So if you have that, you're ahead of the game. Thirty six percent of Americans have zero dollars saved. So you're ahead of the game there as well. So yes, a thousand dollars it's not enough, but it's enough to get you going. And so you're paying off your debt quickly and then later on you'll stock it up. And you later can do on. it
0: quicker than you probably think. What do you think? What do you think is a rule of thumb on how quickly you can assemble a thousand dollars? For yeah. nothing.
1: Average person gets it done in 30 days because you're going ham. You're selling stuff. You're working extra hours. You are just literally pulling from everywhere you can to get ham?
0: this. Yeah,
1: going ham sandwich.
0: I've never heard that before. If I say that, will, that be, will I
1: be cooler? Your sons will probably be like, who do you know? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, they know I know you. So they'll clearly think it's you. Okay, good. I'm going to use that one this week. It's going to get some eye rolls. Ham salad. At the house. Ham sandwich. But I just say that, Just ham? (laughs) That's all I say. You're going ham? Yeah. All right. See, now I'm learning along with the audience, and everybody enjoys that. Okay. Now, so where do they keep it? I said in a savings account that is separate from checking. Why do we say that?
1: Well, because A, you get tempted by it. Some people are more tempted by that than others. Right. I'm a very, I see money and I'm like, well, how can I spend it? Mm-hmm. So keeping it in a separate account, I even like putting it in another bank, like an online bank. I've mentioned Ally before. We don't sponsor them in any way, but I love that. By the way, this account. We're not putting like debit cards and things like that attached to it because it's an emergency fund. We don't want to have easily accessible access to it, right? So high yield savings account, um, if you can. Oh, I'm sorry. You know what? We're just talking about baby stuff. When you don't have to put in a high yield savings account, yeah. you can just sock it away, you know, put it in your sock drawer, put it in your normal savings account. That's fine.
0: Sock drawer? Look where I come from. You don't really mean that, do you? Thousand dollars in a pair of socks? Well, it depends on what neighborhood you live in. Uh, okay, all right. I'm gonna put leave it in the bank. Alone. Put it in a savings all account. Right, in now, bank. I think we got to get to this. What qualifies as an emergency that we're gonna actually get into the thousand dollars?
1: Hardly anything. That's all. hardly anything qualifies for an emergency. Number one, it needs to be completely unexpected. All right, because some of y'all are like, "Oh, well, you know, Christmas is coming around the corner." No, completely unexpected. It has to be completely necessary.
0: All That's right, and it. it has
1: to be urgent. All
0: right, real quick. Real quick on this one. Why wouldn't baby step three, which is a three to six month emergency fund, why wouldn't that be the first baby step just to kind of ease our pain and I mean, our fear? Why would we not do that? Well,
1: let's take a look. I mean, we already said the stat. Most people don't have anything saved. Right. And the reason they don't have anything saved is because all of their money is going out of the door in debt payments. So it's hard to have the money in your budget when you've got a bunch of debt to stack up three to six months of expenses. And most folks give up or they keep dipping in and spending it. Right.
0: There you go. So our right, baby step two, which is we say pay off all of your debts. And it's very specific in baby steps two, Jade. We say mm-hmm. pay the smallest debt first then move up, if you will. So smallest to largest, why do we recommend that?
1: Yeah, because we want you to win. And a lot of times that smallest debt, right? It's just a $200 Capital One card or a 1500 deal you know, that you have uh, with a credit card company or a little private loan. When you pay that off, you feel that win. And it's like, it just excites your brain and you're like, you know what? I can do this. And so you pay that one off and you have the extra money freed up and you're able to throw it to the smallest debt after that. And you get that momentum and you get to experience those wins. And it does work.
0: What's the average amount of time that we find it takes people to pay off debt in baby step two if they're going after it? Two years or less. Two years or less. Wow, fantastic. 2
1: years or less. That's nothing.
0: It really isn't in the grand scheme of things. And I want to point that out here is nothing. as the guy who's always focused on work, let me tell you something. You got to work, work, work. Every debt-free scream I have ever sat in on. Yeah. We have seen their income go up. Yeah. And the more income you make, whether it's multiple side hustles, two full-time jobs, whatever your scenario is, the way to get out of the baby steps faster is to increase your income. Go so can, work.
1: But Ken, break that down because for some people it's the core income and some folks just need a side hustle.
0: That's exactly right. If we can't increase it via our core career, so if we can't get in extra hours, if you will, or overtime within that, we're going to go work multiple other jobs. Work in weekends. We're working 80, 90 hours a week, depending on how intense our debt situation is. Mm-hmm. All right, that takes us to baby step three. Once we pay off all of the debt – how do we determine if we want to go three months, four months, five months, or six months? Because Dave has given us the range. Three to six yeah. months of expenses.
1: It's all about stability. So if you are a two-income household and you both have really solid jobs and you're both healthy, three months is probably fine. If you're a single mom and you know you uh, are a server at a restaurant or you you know have some volatility in your work, you probably want to lean towards six months. So we're looking at how many incomes are coming in uh whether you're um married or single. Like maybe you're single, but you've got like multiple income sources. Maybe three months is okay. Look at your health. These are the things that we're looking at. And it doesn't have to be three to six months of your full budget. We're talking about what it takes for your household
0: to survive. This is a bare bones budget. So do we keep it in that high yield savings or do we invest it?
1: Yeah, this is not going in the sock drawer. We're putting it in a high yield savings account. We are not investing this money because if something happens, you need to be able to get to it. So do not invest your savings account
0: there it is folks baby steps one through three that's why we teach it that way and don't forget go get some work with some experience and skill set that you have to increase your income all right good stuff way to go jade hey quick break gotta pay some bills even we have to pay the bills (laughs) and we'll be right back Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. I'm Ken Coleman. Jade Warshaw is with me. The phone number is 888-825-5225, 888-825-5225. Time for our question of the day, sponsored by Neighborly, your hub for home services. Once the kids are back in school, it's hard to find time for home maintenance. But Neighborly is your source for home repair experts like Precision Door Service, or dryer vent wizard. Incidentally, that was one of my nicknames in high school, dryer vent wizard. A <laughs> little side hustle that I developed to make a little extra uh, gas money. Okay. And I uh, it was self-proclaimed. Okay, Ken. Could not be backed up. But uh, nonetheless, uh, download the Neighborly app today to be ready for all seasons.
1: All right. Today's question comes from Brian in Oregon. He says, I'm 22 years old. I'm married with two kids. Dang. And I'm going to school for engineering. I work around 30 to 35 hours a week at my family's flooring business, and it pays the bills. But it won't get me the engineering experience that an internship would. On the flip side, an internship wouldn't cover the bills. So my question is, is it worth going into debt so that so I can take an internship to build experience for engineering down the road?
0: No. And it's it's also a false narrative, Brian. You don't have to have an internship to get entry-level experience for engineering. You're going to school for engineering. So stay in school, finish the engineering and what is entry-level for someone who gets an engineering degree. The answer is you know, I don't know, maybe you don't know, but you can find out. Mm. But there is entry level engineering jobs. That's where you're gonna have to start. Yeah. So we're not going into debt to go get an internship. Heck no. You want to get job placement through the school that you're getting the engineering degree and, and at least and then and then apply the proximity principle. Yeah. I wrote an entire book on one little thought. It just says this in order to do what Brian wants to do insert blank type of engineering got to be around people that are doing it and in places where it is happening so while you're in school raising those babies working 30 35 hours you're also on weekends and nights having coffee having lunch spending time with engineers who are way ahead of you uh, in this in this world and they're going to tell you their thoughts on how you get placed and how you get in and if you do it with a spirit of humility and hunger there might just be some of those guys and gals that you meet with who will open up a door for you. So, uh, no to uh, a loan in order to do an internship. No to credit cards in order to do the internship. You don't need the internship. What you need is our, our connections.
1: Ken, let me let me ask you about something. So you just said you know get around these folks. Hopefully they will put you on and you know give you opportunity. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about gatekeeping.
0: Yeah, love it.
1: And this idea of I see this all the time, especially with social media influencers, people who start their own business and they feel like they've uh, figured something out, and they're afraid to share it because they're afraid if they share it, what they'll give up their piece of the pie, and then that's you know what I'm saying. Like what what are your thoughts on? Yeah, well, there's, there's some your thoughts on that. Yeah,
0: there are some people that are going to be very very scarcity focused. I don't want to help you. You could be competition. I don't wanna use some favor, you know, by connecting a young Ken Coleman to this person. I don't wanna do that. I had people do that. They just they don't wanna use whatever capital is there to say, mm-hmm. hey, would you connect with this young guy and have lunch with him or whatever?
1: Mm-hmm. Do we take it personal? Is, is no, it personal? you can't
0: take it personal. No, it's actually about them. They really do have you know, Michael Easter was just in town this week. They have a scarcity mindset. Everything for them is I've limited this, limited that, and I'm not going to use my relationship capital to call somebody up and go, will you meet with so-and-so? And so so to your point of opening gates, Mm -hmm. um, you're going to have some people that aren't willing to do it. They'll either say no or they will ghost you. And that's unfortunate, but you can't take it personally. You just have to go For whatever reason, it's about them. They don't feel comfortable. And that's all you can do. And then you go to people who are comfortable. And I've always been that person.
1: Well, I mean, but as, okay, as the person who is in need, like in want of exposure or whatever, how do you, where do you draw the line? Because there's been times where people have been like, hey, just just contact so-and-so. And And I'm like, "Mm, like, I can't. They're further along than me. Like, I don't want to sound like I'm using my relation. You know, I don't want to use our relationships, try to get something from them. Like, how do you? Well,
0: I've gotten, I've had to, I get that. And I've had to get comfortable with what I think is the most underused question in the world. And that's, will you help me? Uh, It doesn't need to be smarmy. It shouldn't be too big of an ask. It should be a basic ask. But I will tell you, I've reached out to people on social to do an interview or, hey, I'd love to touch base to do this and nothing. And so I go, all right. Yeah. I'm moving on.
1: But I mean, like an interview, that's something that has the ability to benefit both parties. Yeah, but still. Yeah.
0: They, they'll true. ghost you. They don't think you're a big enough deal. Who knows what they're thinking? Yeah. I can't fill in that gap. That yeah. creates an unhealthy narrative. So I just go, all right, it's not its yeah. not meant to be. I, I interviewed Soledad O'Brien. Do you remember? Do you know yeah. her name? Soledad, longtime journalist. And I interviewed her for my first book, One Question. And I asked her about, you know, because she had, she had made her way into media. And I asked her, she dropped a bomb on me. I said, how do you deal with rejection? And she said, I, tur- I learned how to turn no into not now or not here. Mm. And that, to, to this day, is one of the best pieces of advice I've ever heard anybody give me. That's and interesting. So you just got to go, because no is very final. Yeah. And no is very personal. Well, let me add You just, add just said one to no that. to me, right? Yeah, right. You said no to me. I think I'm a pretty good guy. You know, whatever. Yeah.
1: And it's very personal, very final. Let me add one to that, because I just read something that said no... Simply means I need more information. I'm a, fr- I I have a little bit of fear and I need a little bit more information.
0: What I do you think? I think that's fair. Interesting. But reg- but but point. Of, I think that's true. But in a situation where you want a job and you get a no, mm-hmm. they may needed more information, but you're not going to get chance to give it to them. <laughs> so so now yeah. you, so I think that probably squares. Yeah. yeah. But but the point is, it's not why they said no. The point now is, is what do I do with no? Mm-hmm. And I think for those of us who hear the no. We've got to now turn that into not yet, not here, and, and realize every no that I get, even if I'm moving forward, every no is getting me closer to the yes.
1: That's right. That's what we
0: So I, I just think that that's... Now, by the way, it's easy for me to say that now with some right. gusto. Right. But I had to eat eat dust and eat dirt and eat no's and all that just along the way. Mm-hmm. I mean, I had a guy tell me once, you know, <laughs> you, you don't have enough talent to make in the top 10 media market. So you you Look. shouldn't even be trying this, and and I believed him.
2: Yeah, oh,
1: I did yeah. it all been for there. a
0: while. You have too. You yeah. get some rejection stories. Oh,
1: yeah, the rejection is real, but I mean it is. It's all about how you use it as fuel, and you can't let it stop you from asking again or continuing to make those those movements forward. So
0: yeah, absolutely really true. Triple eight eight two five five two two five. One thing I want to talk about really quick. This is very important. Uh, we we talk a lot about budgeting.
1: Yes, and how
0: if you're going to win with money. There is no, is this too strong of a statement? You cannot win with money if you don't know where your money is. That is not too strong. All right. So budgeting is a big deal. And every dollar is our budgeting tool. It is absolutely fantastic. We're very proud of it. Um, It is an amazing tool. We can connect it to your bank account if you want to go that far. And to go along with Encouraging you to budget. We've got an awesome thing coming up, Jade, and you're a part of this along with Rachel Cruz and you're partnering with Every Dollar. What's going on?
1: That's right. So, on Monday, the 30th, talking about October 30th, we are hosting one uh, webinar, a budgeting webinar. Now, what Ken was saying is this is a series. I'm hosting them, George's Camel is hosting them, Rachel Cruz is hosting them. Uh, but if you want to do a webinar with me, that's totally free. It's this coming Monday, October 30th, the webinar is during your lunch hour, during your lunch break. It starts here at 11:30 Central. It's free, guys. It's free to sign up. I'm giving you an hour of my time, totally free. And if you really want to follow along, go ahead and download an Every Dollar Budget. You can all you can download that for free. And you can follow along with us. We're going to tell you how to use this thing because this is how you win. These are the tools that you need in your toolbox in order to win with money, and every dollar is like like a good like power drill. It's right. like a sledgehammer, Where man. Do they like go? this is what you need. Where do they go? They go to everydollar.com slash budgeting to sign up.
0: Alright, give me a little sing us out here with a little this is how we do it. Mont-
1: this is how we do it. Oh,
0: I wish I could do that. I can't. Why but did I you know
1: it? Why did you choose Montel Jordan, guys?
0: Because you said this is how we do it. Oh. I was I'm listening. I'm picking up on what you're laying down. Isn't I that what the you. kids say? I don't know what's no, happening, they folks. Don't. I'm going to take us a commercial break and learn how to talk cool. This is the of the show... <laughs>
3: Did you know, statistically, when it comes to life insurance and protecting your family, that women are more likely to be uninsured or underinsured than men? This doesn't make any sense. Women make up half the workforce, contribute mightily to family incomes, and in many cases are the breadwinners and take care of their families 24 hours a day. This is one of the most overlooked areas when it comes to financial planning. Maybe it's a relic of the past. But a loss of income or the need to replace family care is equally important for women as it is for men. Single moms, working moms, and stay-at-home moms all need term life insurance. Rates are actually lower for women, which is why I send you to Xander Insurance. They shop the top term life companies to find the lowest rates available. You can compare rates online at Xander.com or call 800 356 4282. This is something every family has to deal with. That's Xander.com or 800 356 4282. Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. I'm
0: Ken Coleman. Jade Warshaw joins me, and we are. Here for you, America, 888 5225 That's 888 5225 And we've got a great studio audience here with us, as we do most days. Great to see all those folks out in the lobby. And then uh, in the lobby, but on the debt-free stage, is Gabriel and Ariana. How are you two?
2: Good in you guys.
0: Great. Good. Did I say your name right? Yes. Okay, lovely. I didn't want to start off on the wrong foot. You so, did great. Oh, well, thank you. And you guys are from Chicago. Chicago. Chicago, the windy city. Yes. Yes. Fantastic. And what brings you down here? A debt-free scream, I'm guessing? Yes. Oh yeah. All right, let's get the numbers. How much debt did you pay off?
4: Two hundred and hold on, let me get my cheat sheet here. <laughs> <Come> on, <laughs> no on. worries.
0: We can wait.
4: Uh two hundred
0: and is it on
2: 285 thousand three hundred two dollars. Wow.
0: Holy yes. cow. And how long did that take? 71, 71 months. Whoa. Wow, 71 months. and tell us the range of income during that time.
4: hundred fifty thousand when we began to about 170 now. Okay. But
0: it did,
2: wow. it did fluctuate a lot in, in between.
0: Sure. what do yeah. you guys do? Uh, I'm a firefighter. Oh, thank you for that great service. That's great. And.
2: Um, I work for Chicago Public schools
0: Okay, good. And any overtime in there, I'm guessing is that what some of that is oh, yeah. uh yeah, well,
4: prior to uh becoming a firefighter, I used to uh um be partners in a construction company mm-hmm. so uh that was part of like the journey and also the income fluctu fluctuations that she was mentioning okay, okay. Yeah. So. all right, great
2: what kind of debt was this um so we had uh thirty $35,302 that was in my student loans, mm-hmm. um, credit cards, and our family car. And then the 250 remaining was for
0: our mortgage. We paid Whoa! Oh, hey! Whoa, sh- That's what I was, was about. wondering. I was wondering. That's amazing. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You know, Dave says we're That's looking crazy. at weird people. Yeah. He likes to say that. I don't yeah. think you guys look weird, but I, <laughs> but, uh, I get the look, point. Look,
1: a paid off house in Chicago? Yeah. That's yeah. weird. Come on yeah. now.
0: I get it. So, what happened almost six years ago for you guys to take this journey?
4: yeah one of our good friends uh at the church we used to attend uh was hosting the financial peace class Mm -hmm. and uh we decided to to take to take Mm -hmm. it and
0: uh our lives just changed from that point forward wow okay give me a little bit more yeah so (laughs) so you know what was going on to where you go all right because the way you said that it was kind of like yeah we just waltzed on in there
2: (laughs) yeah so um our very good friend, like the, like he said, um, they were giving these classes, and they were people that we trusted, and then and they were also following the Ramsey plan, and they were very good with their money, and um, we didn't really argue about money, but at the end of every month, we'd be like, we make good money. Where is it going to? Yeah. Um. So the class really just helped us to change our lives and to really buckle down, and to make our money work for us. Wow. Let me ask yeah. you kind of a
1: um, inverse question. Yeah. Out of what you learned in that class, what did you push back on the most? Mm. Um, probably the
4: like the budgeting was hard yeah. for us because we didn't we didn't budget like like yeah. she mentioned, kinda at the end of the month we just kinda be like, Oh, what happened with all the money? Yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: Completely you <laughs> both new yeah. That was probably the hardest part. And then um, when he was working in the construction business, um, the income fluctuated so much that it was h- very hard. Ah. To budget, I see. But we we're here, so we made it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, uh, what did you? What was the first debt that you took on? I'm just curious.
2: Um, The first debt that we took on was um, right after the class. We did uh, my student loans. Um, We had like four thousand in credit cards, and then we had a twelve thousand dollar car loan, and that's the first thing we did. And then after that, um, we sold our house. And um, we made a profit of a little bit over $86,000. Mm-hmm. So we used that to put um, uh, 20% down on, on a new property and we bought the ugliest house on the block. Wow. <laughs> um, yeah. And um, yeah, we used the rest. We cash flowed uh, $250,000 in a home renovation. Wow.
4: wow. So, so that's not including. So it's no, yeah. it's no longer yeah. the ugliest
2: <laughs> house on the block. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's beautiful,
0: wow. That's so yeah. smart. So what would you say is the key to getting out of debt? Uh,
4: being on the same page and yeah. uh, just um, supporting one another, getting, uh, you know, having a, a core of people also that are supporting you. Like yeah. our family was very supportive. Yeah. Um, our close friends yeah. uh, were very um, supportive also.
2: And being content. Um yeah. And uh, just being okay with delayed gratification and knowing that... Um, while we did make good money on paper at the end of the day if we didn't um take these steps then we were not really going to be able to enjoy it at the end of the day that's right Um, well you don't have a payment in the world no what happens next um we're just saving for our next uh investment i feel like no we're still, you gotta do something yeah <laughs> i celebrate. know i feel like we're still on the ramsey plan uh <laughs> we're so deep in right now i feel like it's so normal why not continue until we get you know our next investment i'm giving you uh, homework this is baby <laughs> step 7b is you need to go and do something fun <laughs> yeah. yeah there is a cruise in our
0: future there we don't go. know when but oh, there there you you go. Go. Yeah. yeah
4: we also added two kids well we were yeah. in the process too so yeah we're catching Love up uh, so when yeah. you
0: say investment what do you mean
2: we want to have an investment property at okay. some point yeah. um yeah i'm still working we have uh three kids and it's so funny because a lot of people say oh you sold your you paid your house sorry mm-hmm. um that means that you don't have to work and i don't feel like that's the case i feel like we really were starting over. We have a fresh um, Mm -hmm. start yeah, and it doesn't end here. No, Uh, We still have goals and we still have aspirations
4: and-
0: What is your house worth?
4: I'd say about like 700,000 now. Oh
0: boy, and what do you you guys have in retirement? Um, We
4: had to kind of slow that down while we were doing it. I know
2: we shouldn't have.
0: Like a hundred thousand.
4: Okay,
2: and we're both vested in our pensions.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you guys are you guys are just steps from being millionaires. Yeah. And And net worth. And you guys are you guys are off and running.
2: Yeah, we're excited. You should be. be. (laughs) Yeah. And um, another part of our journey was um, there was one point where we were on one income, and it was because we had been following the baby steps that it was okay, and this had been our goal when we when we purchased the house, we said we're going to pay off the house in five years. And because we had been on the, the baby steps plan and we had uh, money in, uh, in our um, emergency save plan. emergency funds, it didn't derail us from our plan. And we finished exactly when we said, wow.
0: We That's amazing. You two are such an inspiration for so many people that are watching and listening today, and we'll see the story in the days ahead. So one of the things we want to do for you is, we've got a a little bundle here for you. We're going to give you uh, Dave's latest book, Baby Steps Millionaires, because you guys are really close (laughs) to that, and so that's yours. And then we're going to give you a copy of the Total Money Makeover to gift to somebody else to pay this whole idea forward. And so that is our gift to you. All right, let's get the kids up real quick. Who do you have with us? Tell us their names and ages. Um, We
2: have Eliana Velez. She's five months
0: yeah okay
2: and then we have um daniel and nathaniel they're um they're outside (laughs) oh they're outside (laughs) they're they're making their way in they're
0: making their Um, way in okay and how old are they how old are the boys
2: um daniel is seven Okay. And uh, Nathaniel is two.
0: Okay. He is two. Wow. We have
4: so a, uh, older one that's not with us right now. He's uh, had some important things going on with school, so good. he wasn't able to make the trip. Okay. Good. Wow. Well, you here guys change
2: your family tree. That's amazing. That's, that's exactly right. This is right. Daniel. Hey, Daniel. Say hi, He'll buddy. be here one day for his. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's <and laughs> <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, now, he won't
2: hopefully have any no debt. debt, but his house <laughs> paid off. <laughs> there that's right. you go.
0: Has <laughs> he been practicing the scream? Yes. Of the boys. Yes. Okay. Look at this. All right. Beauties. All right. Here we go. All right, gang, we are ready to go. Ready? We've it's got Gabriel, Ariana, Daniel, Nathaniel, and Eliana from Chicago, Illinois. They paid off two hundred eighty-five thousand dollars in seventy-one months, including their house, making one hundred fifty all the way up to one hundred seventy thousand dollars. All right, gang, let's hear a ready? Windy City debt-free scream. Make it loud. Ready? Three, Three two, two, one.
2: one. We're, We're debt-free. Free! Yeah!
0: Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Fantastic. The baby's going, why is everyone screaming? That's my role. Beautiful you know, family. Jay, thoughts on that, that lovely family and an unbelievable future. Look, don't
1: tell me y'all can't do it. They did it in the city of Chi-Town.
0: Yeah. Unbelievable, unbelievable story. Though. Wow. This is what it's all about, folks. You can do it, and we are here to help. Don't move. More Ramsey Show coming up. Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. I'm Ken Coleman. Jade Warshaw is alongside 888-825-5225. Our scripture of the day comes from 1 Corinthians 13, 6 and 7. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Our quote of the day, from none other than the king, or maybe the kang, depending on where you're from, Elvis Presley. The truth is like the sun. You could shut it out for a time but it ain't going away
1: i like that the king of rock and roll
0: you know what i mean you know what i'm saying uh-huh uh-huh uh boy we have lost enough. control james That's is about to turn kid. our mics off let's go to alex who joins us in los angeles alex how can we help
5: hey ken hey jade hope you guys are well
0: we mm-hmm. are we're having too much fun what's going on
5: all right i need some help um My husband and I have a car loan. It is our last debt other than our mortgage. Um, It's about $39,000 left on the car. Um, It's not our only car, but I also have um, about 50, a little over $50,000 in some stock that I have with my company Mm -hmm. um, from like our stock purchase program. And I'm wondering if it would be a good move to sell the stock and pay off the car. One, two,
1: three. Yes.
5: Yes? Yes. Even if it's
0: at a loss? <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> to sell the stock at a loss because the market's down? Is that what you're saying? Yes. Yep. Yeah, I mean, yes. Yeah, because you can't
0: control that. It could keep going down.
1: Exactly. And you need to get out of debt. And the fact of the matter is we're cleaning up. Part of getting out of debt is, yep. is cleaning up not just debt, but, but poor financial choices in general. And not to say, I mean, look, you invested your money in stocks. It's not necessarily the first place you want to go to make an investment. So we're, we're kind of clearing the table here and resetting it the right way. And not only is that paying off debt, but it's also making sure that your money is invested in the right way. And so in this case, yeah, I would totally clear out those stocks and I would pay off this car. And you'd be debt free. As soon as that money, that cash clears,
0: how good is that going to feel, Alex? Allow yourself to go there right now. Let's just assume we've just paid it off. You're on the phone with the uh, creditors right now, and we said, "Okay, Alex, the car is paid off." In some weird voice like that, how would that feel?
5: Oh my gosh, I just took like a di- a big breath out.
0: It's oh, amazing. okay. Yay! See, we just we just role played right into that. This is the no brainer of the century. Love it. Okay. Oh. Hey, listen! You got to look right. at this stock. as free money. <laughs> mm-hmm. How often do we get free yeah. money?
5: Y- yeah, I guess I'm just worried because that's kind of you know we treat it as our, we don't look at it ever, and it's just kind of a quote unquote emergency fund. I know it's not in the right place, but that's kind of our. It's
0: not. In case something y- happens. You know what this is? This is the get out of debt and change your life forever fund.
1: Yeah, it is. Okay. I, I just curious, right. what did what <laughs> at the high point or you know you said it's out of loss? What did you start with? Um,
5: it was probably closer to, you know, 65. That's what you 50. put,
1: that's what you put in to start.
5: Uh, yeah, it, it's been growing over the last couple of years. So, you know, when I was buying, it was at a higher, you know, it was, it was, uh, lower and then it, I think no, it went up to like, my, my 60, question is stock.
1: what was your initial investment? Like, where did you start? Like, what have you put into it? Oh, um, not, 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 know. not. Do you see what I'm saying? Like you can look at and say, at one mm-hmm. point it was sixty five thousand, and now it's only fifty. Yeah. But depending on what you put in it, you may have still. Do you see what I'm saying? Over the life of it, you still may yeah. come out may have come out on top if you know what you what your basis is in it. But anyway,
5: oh, I need to look at it. But it sounds like I'm just going to sell it and pay yes. It. yes,
0: stop. We don't want to think <laughs> about are. it. We just want to do it. <laughs> you There's, know,
5: there will be some left in it after I. You know, I still have some money in there. Should mm-hmm. I sell it all and then reinvest? with a leftover into
1: something else? Uh, just, just make sure you set aside some for taxes because there's probably going to be some yes, taxes on that because be. it's adding to your your income. So keep some aside, and then whatever's there, I'd probably throw it in the emergency fund or you can throw it at your next baby step.
0: Yeah. Oh,
5: okay, I needed you guys to tell me this, so thank you so much. You yes, bet. you're going
1: to be free, girl.
0: That's that fun. Car, and boy, that car's going to feel better. It's going to run better. going to look better when it's paid off. So that's exciting stuff. Yeah. Very excited. Don't overthink it. Yeah, just take hit it care out of, of there. this today, like today. You're you're on you're in L. A. You still got time to make this happen. Uh-huh. All right, let's go to Clarice in Tampa. Clarice, oh, Clarice. how can we help? I knew you were going to do Sorry, that. I had to. You no. just freaked me out, Clarice. I'm sorry for my colleague and her scary greeting. <laughs> That's okay, I'm used to
1: it. <laughs> I, know I know you are. I know you are, Clarice.
0: <laughs> how can we help? So, my
6: question is, um, I have some money saved up. And I recently learned about tax liens and deeds. So I want to know if I should use that money to get
1: into that or if I should pay off um, my debt. I'm sorry. I misheard you. You said you, you just learned about what? Tax liens and deeds. Okay. Tax liens and like, deeds? Yeah. Okay.
6: To get into like real estate. Okay. So should I use my like the money to get the properties or
1: should I pay off my debt? We're going to pay off your debt. We're going to pay off your debt. <laughs> uh, because I'm guessing you want to get these properties to to cash flow to, you know, yeah. this whole thing. Yeah. Um, that's big right now. It's big on social media. Everybody's like, this is the way that you can get in the in- into the real I estate. I just really want to get out of my career.
0: Honestly. Well, I can help you with that without without getting yourself into more trouble. You need to pay off debt, and we can get you on the right path. Yeah. What are you doing, and what do you want to
6: do? Um, well, I'm a nurse, and um, my husband and I were wanting to start a family in like two years. Mm-hmm. He, um, when he comes home, and so uh, I want just more free time, You know, free time. To be home with my children, so instead of have to go clock in at the hospital. Sure. sure.
0: How much money do you make right now as a nurse?
6: Um, I make one thirty. Okay.
0: Okay. I bring and, home. And that's really good. And so your big reason for getting out is more free time. Is that what I heard? Yes.
1: Yes. How much debt do you have?
6: Um, besides our house, um, I have fourteen thousand on my car and thirty five um, for student loans. What about your husband? Um, my husband has uh, no debt. He's um, military, mm-hmm. and his car's paid off. And what's so. his income? Uh, he makes about sixty grand.
0: Is he deployed right now? He is. Okay, because he you said two years. Is he deployed for the next two years?
6: No, no. He comes home next year, but next year that's the time frame they were planning on starting a family.
0: Right, and and so right now, I understand you want free time, but. Free. You need to pay off debt. You need to, you know, you can't just go from uh from your income to his income. He's not going to be thrilled with that right away, is he?
6: Uh no, not at all. Well, here's the thing though. So,
0: why don't we just but, do some nursing that's maybe a little bit different rhythm in a different place? You've got some options.
6: I do, and I'm trying to do that while he's gone while I have the time, but I'm just I just really want to get out of it. So I was like, if I can get a property and no. like use the money that I have
1: in no. my you're, you're, that's not, you're creating more you're creating more problems to solve a problem that's actually pretty easy to solve. Number one is you guys make hundred and ninety thousand dollars a year. That's a great income. And you got fifty thousand dollars, forty nine thousand dollars of debt, right? You can knock that mm-hmm. out so fast. You don't have kids yet. You guys like if you went on a bare bones budget, you would be out of debt in less than a year, less than a year. If you guys decided, hey, instead of living on one ninety this year, we're living on 140. 140, That's still f- f- double the average income, more than double the average income. So it just yeah. takes you guys quickly going, you know what? Let's knock this thing out. Let's be out of debt in eight months in nine months. And then when you're out of debt, you suddenly have freedom. You go, okay, now what's the next conversation? If we have kids and we decide that I want to be a stay-at-home mom, we have to decide, okay, are we willing to live a lifestyle on 60, maybe his income goes up slightly. I don't know what his career trajectory is, but can we live a lifestyle on $60,000? And if not, maybe that looks like, okay, is there something that you can do part-time to where maybe you're not bringing in 130 anymore, but could you bring in another 60? Could you bring in another $50,000? And so I think that there's a lot of conversations and a lot of ways to make this work for you, Clarice, But I'm telling you, what is not an option, and please cross it off your list, use a black sharpie to where you can't even see through it. We're not going to buy real estate and go deeper into debt, hoping that there's an opportunity to cash flow or rent. And we're certainly not going to do it on multiple properties. Trust and believe that's a terrible idea.
0: Great advice, Jay. Thank you for the call, Clarice. And to the rest of you, thank you for joining us here on The Ramsey Show. Thanks to our fearless leader, James Childs. Hey, we'll be back before you know it. This is The Ramsey Show.